Hey besties, welcome back to another episode of Sunshine and Rainbows podcast, a space where we chat about moments when life isn't. I'm your host, Amanda, and I am so passionate about peeling back that veil our society has constructed around perfectionism online. When starting my own personal platform on Instagram, I realized that I was getting caught in the inauthentic hustle, and it was severely affecting my mental health, mostly because I was comparing my behind the scenes to someone else's highlight reel. Throughout my life, I've come to own that my setbacks were actually just set ups for something better. I found a way to step into my true potential, and the goal is to amplify other voices who have done the same so that someone out there feels seen and that much less alone. I cannot wait to get into this important conversation with our next guest. So let's get started. Okay, I am so excited to introduce our next guest to you. We had such an incredible conversation, and I just know you guys are going to gain so much from this interview. Christina Flack is a CEO, a makeup guru, a widow, a sepsis awareness advocate, a fashion commenter, a mom to four living children and one who died. And she lives with these titles, but she's defined by one word, grace. Now, Christina is about to share with us all of her story. It starts with some incredible successes and some unimaginable losses. She drops some wisdom, and I cannot wait for you all to hear this interview. So we're going to go ahead and get started. Well, Christina, thank you so much for being here and just giving us an opportunity to hear more about your story and all of the incredible things that you are doing. I'm so excited to have you. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you for having me. You're so nice. I, it, I was really looking forward to chatting with you. Yes. So I would love it if you would just kind of give my audience a rundown on what you're about, what you've done, and why you wanted to come onto the show here today. Well, I am a celebrity makeup artist, um, and I am also the CEO and creator of Pretty Girl Makeup. I'm the mother of five. I'm also um, a philanthropist, and I am also a, um, what else am I? I don't know, a mom. I'm a mom of five, and I'm a, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> I, um, my husband, Ken Flack, passed away three and a half years ago from sepsis, and I, since then, have been um, doing my best to raise awareness for sepsis, um, mm. so people don't have the same loss that my family and I have had. Oh my gosh. And I'm so sorry again for your loss. When your team reached out to me with your story, I was quite literally blown away, not only at what had unfortunately happened, but how you've chosen to just run with that. And it's just so inspiring. Oh my gosh. You know, it's one of those things where you don't really know how you're going to handle these situations until you're in them. And, you know, and that's another thing that I speak about is, is dealing with grief, which I never expected to be doing, um, grieving nor uh, being an expert upon it. But um, I think you can decide how you want to grieve in life and in all situations, quite frankly, you can choose to be sad and depressed or you can try and make a difference and, and try and be happy because, you know, I have children and I have a business and I have you know, business partner. And I just can't like wallow in my misery, even though sometimes I feel like it, I need to be my highest self because if I'm happy and stable, then my children and my work is going to be as well. So 
It doesn't mean I don't miss my husband or my son, Bo, that passed away. It just means that I am choosing to honor them, you know, raising awareness or raising money for educational foundations that I have set up in their name. Um, and also um, a garden in Mill Valley, California, at the Mill, at the Edna McGuire School, there's a Bo Friedman outdoor classroom and garden. So wow. those are just things I've done to, you know, kind of manage my grief, but also try to give back and, um, and help others. Mm, that is incredible. And I love what you said about how, you know, you had to take care of yourself in order to help provide for your family. And that is a concept that I think a lot of people don't understand. I think they get it flipped where they try to take care of others and they don't focus so much on themselves and the grief and the feelings that they need to process. But I, I love amazing energy healer, Diane in Canada. And she always says, you can't give an you can't give an orange unless you have your own bag of oranges to give. So mm. he's really helped me uh, kind of learn to, it's not selfish taking care of yourself because, you know, there's so many people in my life. It's just, it's also setting a good example of, of how important helping others is, but also taking care of yourself. You know, you, if you don't eat well and, you know, rest and exercise and be positive, you can't give that back to the world. So that's something I, I wholeheartedly believe in and that I, I work on every day. Mm, I love that. Now, you kind of touched on the fact that you are a businesswoman and what you do is so cool and exciting. Will you take us from the start of how you got into doing professional makeup? <laughs> yeah, it's so crazy. I start, <laughs> I get obviously on myself and my friends, but also on my mom. My mom had cancer, brain cancer when I was growing up and she was incredibly beautiful, but then like she lost her hair and her skin got discolored and she was going out on a date with my father. And so I wanted to make her look like the best version of herself. So I, I didn't even think I had any makeup skills, but I just got out whatever she had and just kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> and she like miraculously looked so much better. But the biggest thing for me was she felt inside so much better. And so I was so like touched by that. And, you know, she went on her date and felt good. And so that kind of went on my, on how I started being a makeup artist. And, and, and then I did friends, weddings and photographers reached out and I did photo shoots and then I got an agent and I don't know, it, it's been a really incredible career and I'm very grateful that I have it. I, I love it so much. I'm always meeting new people, going to interesting places and, being with a team of creative people, which is really, really great. And I'm grateful for that. Wow. That is incredible. And just to hear how that all kind of snowballed for you is amazing. And just a testament to, you know, when you're passionate and it's coming from the right place, things are going to fall in place for you. Absolutely. And it's a lot of hard work, you know, mm -hmm. like, you know, I've done a lot of photo shoots for free um, and worked really long, hard hours. And I'm, I'm really grateful that I was able to have that opportunity to, to have. And it's, I, I've been very lucky. I've worked with so many incredible people. It's fantastic. Oh, so that, I, that's yeah. amazing. Really? So with the theme of this podcast, Sunshine and Rainbows, the idea is that, you know, the world is a highlight reel and everyone presents on social media, their perfect, most amazing life, but really behind the scenes, there's a lot more going on. So I like to ask my guests, 
what is a way in your own life that you're making those efforts and those steps to kind of peel back that veil, whether it's with mental health or working with your clients? Wow. It's, it's, a, that, I, I love that you're doing this. I think <laughs> I, you know, I, how do I say this? I, I, you know, I work really hard at doing this all the time. And I sometimes like, you know, I try to every day, even when it's hard to think of three things I'm grateful for on, on difficult days. And I, you know, start with that. I exercise every day and believe me, I have days, many days and evenings <laughs> that I am depressed and missing my husband and missing my son and mm-hmm. feeling sorry for myself. But, you know, I just know that I have, I, it was so funny. I did this interview a while back on the doctor on Sirius radio on the doctor channel. And the woman was introducing me and I didn't realize she was speaking about me, but she started saying like, we have this amazing guest and she has had the most tragic life. And I'm like, Ooh, I wonder who that is. And then she's like, said, oh. what? You're like, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> she's like, Oh, she's had these awful things happen. Her mother died. Her baby died. Her husband died. Mm. Like, all these awful things. And I, well, so when she brought me on, I just said, you know, thank you for having me. But you know, it's so interesting that that's how you view my life as tragic and, and terrible. I like, I have, yes, I have had tragic things happen, but I've also had a billion blessings. Mm. I've had amazing miracles and great things happen to me. And so I choose to look at my life as very blessed and positive, And I don't look at myself as having had a tragic life. I've had tragedies, but yes. I do not have a tragic life at all. Um, that would mean I've given up and I'm not. So Wow. Wow. I just got goosebumps listening to that. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for sharing. And it's so, it's so inspiring and your energy is so contagious and in a good way, I promise. You know, nowadays contagious, maybe not such a good thing, but. (laughs) Right. But it's just, I can feel your energy radiating all the way over to here to me in Florida. And I just, it's so clear that you are such a strong centered woman. And I just admire that well, so thank much. You. Thank you. Yes. I, it's not always easy. And it's true. I mean, I definitely put out what I want the world to see. I'm not going to put up, okay, I'm sitting in bed eating Oreos and I'm sad. <laughs> People magazine. But uh, mm-hmm. there are, you know, I, and I don't think there's anything wrong with showing that either that side. I mean, for me, that the part that I will show is I will speak about my you know, difficulties and my grief and, and, but I'm not going to just put out negativity into the world because I don't think that is, is a helpful thing to do. Yeah. So with that being said, you just brought up that when you speak about the the things that have happened in your life, what made you want to become an advocate and public speaker for those causes? Obviously they happened to you, but (laughs) okay. So they, the sepsis Alliance, after my husband uh, Ken passed away, came to me and asked if I would be willing to speak about raising awareness and use his likeness, you know, on billboards and and different platforms. And I said, yeah, no, I would. And I really was, you know, I'm a makeup artist for a reason. I like being behind the camera. (laughs) I kind of started doing this. I had to learn to be comfortable in front of the camera. I remember years ago, I was on The View um, on TV and mm-hmm. I just her shaking 
I was, like, <laughs> I was trembling. I was so scared. And <sighs> it was awful. And so then when I started doing these interviews, it just, it's gotten so much easier. That's one thing I'm really grateful for that I've learned. I've been able to get in front of a camera like this and, and speak and not be trembling and terrified. And so, you know, practice definitely makes perfect. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I, I've been really um, happy that I've been able to do this. Mm. I do think it's important. You know, I've told my kids, you know, Ken was an amazing person. He was number one in the world in doubles with his partner, Rob Seguso, and they had an extraordinary career. They'd won Wimbledon, were on the Davis Cup team, you know, he won a gold medal and all these amazing things. And so I've told my kids, like, you know, you can't just be Ken Flax, you know, stepkids when it's, you know, oh, we get free tickets to the U.S. Open, uh, you know, or, or a concert. You know, you have to use the, that same thing that he had to honor him and to mm. be good for it. And so my kids have all been amazing. They've, um, I've started a foundation, uh, educational foundation at the Northern Lights School in Oakland, California. And I, you know, in Ken's honor and my son Bo's honor. And so my kids have all, you know, at some point done something to the school to raise money for these foundations. And my youngest son, Ben, who's Bo's twin, mm. uh, has raised over a hundred thousand dollars playing golf. And the last year before COVID hit, he raised $35,000 in one day. He's, he was 13 at the time. Wow. Yeah. And what's, so I told him, I'm like, Ben, you're so amazing. I'm so proud of you. And he's like, mom, I played golf today. Who cares? And I'm like, well, three kids care because three kids are going to be able to go to private school for an entire year because of what you did. Wow. And, you know, that changes families and communities and, you know, trickling down the world. So I, I feel like a really something that I am proud of is that my kids see, you know, these things that I do and, you know, by example that they see that you giving back is, is a good thing to do. And my daughter Rose had said to me about a year ago, she said, you know, mom, your, your lectures on drugs and alcohol were so lame when we were growing up. But <laughs> <laughs> they were award-winning. Had five kids. I, I I think I'd give like great speeches. She's like, no, no, they were so dumb. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she said, your example of being kind and generous and giving back and working hard and being positive are so much more profound. And that really surprised me that, you know, our examples are, are much stronger than, than any words we can say. So that was some, you know, my kids are always teaching me things, but that was something I was actually quite surprised to hear. Yes. And I feel like I personally grew up being taught that actions speak louder than words. And with the words that you say, there better be action behind it or else your words mean nothing. And Absolutely. clearly, you know, I, I think that ties in too with the world of social media and all of this information so readily around us. Again, you're seeing an image of someone, but you know, the goal is that you should be that same person online that you are in real life. And when people meet you in real life, it'd be like, oh, it makes sense. That is that same person. Yeah, yes. Yes. Oh my goodness. So do you mind sharing a little bit about your company and sure. what all you do with that? So I am the creator and CEO of Pretty Girl Makeup. Um, we have come up with, you know, formulations. I formulated a lip gloss a million years ago, 
ago um, that was a long lasting because I kept putting on lip gloss as a mom. I drink tons of water and I'm constantly like water, lip gloss, water, lip gloss. Oh my goodness. Right. And so I thought, God, there's nothing out there that like lasts long enough. So I thought, Oh, I'll just create my own. And I was on vacation with some, with my family and my friends. And, uh, my, I have this really funny friend and she said, Oh honey, look at, we're at the pool. We're being pretty girls. And I thought that was the funniest thing I ever heard. I'm like, what does that mean? She goes, we're not mommies for five minutes. The kids are swimming and we're just, (laughs) (laughs) that was so funny. I love it. So I just thought, okay, that's what I'm going to name my company. And so a year later, you know, I thought it was going to take five minutes. I started working with a chemist and we formulated the texture and then the colors and then my lip glosses came out and I also created a lip plumper and then I've had spa products, um, candles and, but this past year during COVID, I have a new business partner, Jordan Hall, and he's amazing. And he's come up with a business plan because I have been self-funded all these years. Okay. We can't compete any longer in the world of social media with influencers and everything being, you know, Yep. <laughs> so we have investors coming in and we are going to expand the makeup line. We are doing a skincare line and a hair care line. And so, wow. yeah, so it's, and again, taking much longer than I had anticipated, but that's just the way it is. Um, you have to enjoy the process because, you know, they don't hand you a CEO book. You, you just have to like start and you do everything and then mm-hmm. you, have to, you know, cultivate a team that can do the social media and the marketing and the, all these different things, because, you know, I think that's a hard thing for a CEO is to let go of of control and you can't do, you're not an expert at everything. And I've learned, Mm -hmm. I know what my strengths are and I know what my weaknesses are. So what my weaknesses are, I find people that that's their strength. Wow. That was going to be my next question. Cause personally for me, I'm the type of person that loves to have control and I love to have my hand in everything. And just hearing you talk about how you're starting to hire out other partners, I was like, wow. Yeah, I guess I don't have to do it all myself. (laughs) You know why? Because it's a way you should be, I I feel as a CEO, you need to be focusing on what your strengths are. Mm -hmm. It's a waste of time for me to be doing these other things that I'm A, not good at, B, are going to take me a long time and C are not helping. So I have, you know, you learn that the hard way. You just start doing all this stuff. You're like, why am I doing this? I don't even know. (laughs) Well, and that's true. And I feel like if you're doing something that you're not passionate about, that's going to show. And if you can find someone that truly is passionate or has that skill set, and you're able to lead and work together as a team, then that is going to get the biggest reward out of it. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. That's what I try to to do. (laughs) So there's someone here fixing something. (laughs) I'm trying. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So with Pretty Girl Makeup, you're saying that now you're branching out into skincare and hair care. How are you navigating those pivots? Because initially starting with makeup and now, granted, it's all in the beauty line, but are you finding it hard? to pivot between those different lines? It's all kind of the same. I mean, obviously it's a challenge. I'm not, you know, but I wasn't, I I didn't, I wasn't a chemist either when I started the formulations for this. So you just learn, you ask questions. And then again, you find people that are experts at that. And then you can kind of make all these, the the skincare and the hair care lines 
custom to your personality and your philosophy on, on beauty. Mm. I'm very much about nutrition, about beauty from the inside out. I think it's super important, you know, to eat well and to have green juice and supplements and water and, and, you know, take care of your skin. And I feel that that's kind of how I want all my brand to be Mm -hmm. in care, hair and, and the makeup. So I love that. What is your favorite product? My favorite product? Yeah. What's your favorite product that you have created? And what is one product that you're excited for in the future? Oh, that's a nice question. <laughs> my, I would say my lip gloss. I'm okay. Proud of because that was like my first thing in the lip plumper. Um, they're all like, like children you love. They, you know, my products have funny names. Soulmates is probably my favorite one. Um, and Let's see. And what am I excited? I'm excited about the hair care line. I'm, okay. You know, I, want, I want everyone to have a little bit of like when they get into the shower and that's, I guess, something of my philosophy with, with the makeup line. I've wanted to give someone some joy for a second. Like, you know, there's, everyone has lip gloss, but if you can look at the bottom of it and it'll make you laugh, like, you know, I have one like says girlfriends shop day at the spa, uh, rich husband, <laughs> A private jet. If I can make someone just smile for half of a second, that's nice. That's a great thing to be able to do. And so, like with the hair care, the skincare line, if someone can get in the shower and just smell these amazing scents, that they just feel like, oh gosh, I've had like a minute vacation for a second. <laughs> like I, you know, it changes your mood. Different scents. I, I'm totally all about aromatherapy, um, and I love it. And I think it does change one's mood. Mm. I'm excited about that. Oh, I'm excited to keep following your journey and watch the success of your brand and your company unfold. It's so exciting. And with that being said, what, with all the things that we've talked about, do you have advice for anyone listening that maybe has been in your shoes before, whether with grief or with loss or starting their own company or maybe is in your shoes now. Do you have advice to give them? I, my advice is to, you know, love and Mm. laugh. And just, you know, if you have inner peace and balance in your life, everything, everything always works out. I think, okay, here's one (laughs) waste of time. Worrying is praying for bad things to happen. So just focus Mm. on the outcome you want. And that's what will inevitably happen. Mm, that's so powerful, especially in today's society. I feel that it's so easy, again, to get caught up in the worry game and comparing your life to someone else's highlight reel when you have no idea what's going on behind the scenes or what they're personally dealing with. And Everyone's life is a lot different than when thinks, you know, people like look at my life and they're like, oh, you have all these things. And it's so, and I'm like, you have no idea. That's what you think is, but mm-hmm. all true. I mean, I have a great life. I have a beautiful home and my children are amazing and I love my work and I'm healthy and I'm, you know, I have a, a million blessings, but you don't know, like, you know, one doesn't really know what goes on when you're alone and you're sad. And, you know, I think that's why it's super important to feel, you know, empathy and compassion for others. And yes. Just find because you really don't know. Sometimes it's so funny. I've had someone come up to me when I kind of was feeling down strangers and just smile at me or say hi or say something positive. And I'm like, wow, that actually made me feel better. So if we can do that to everyone, I think the world would be a much better place. 
Oh, Christina, I could not agree more. It's so powerful. Wow. (laughs) You're so nice. (laughs) Oh, no, it's just, it's just been such a pleasure to talk to you and hear your story and hear everything that you've overcome. And when life has thrown you all these curveballs, just the way that you've been able to navigate through. And again, like you said, set that example for your kids. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like if the world gives you lemons, make some really kick-ass lemonade. Yes. Maybe add some vodka too, you know? (laughs) Yep. Just make it a whole cocktail right there. Now I'm, I'm a firm believer that you know, my setbacks were actually set ups for what was coming next. And you're absolutely right. I just saw a a quote somewhere that said, you know, you oftentimes think that these things are happening to you, but they're actually happening for you. Ooh. Right. Yes. You said just different words, but it's all still the same, but it, it, yeah. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Well, Thank you so much for sharing your story and enjoying our chat so much. Yes. It's been incredible just to hear again, all about what you are doing. It's so important. The work you're doing, not only to advocate for the things that your family has gone through, but again, what you're putting out to the world with pretty girl makeup, soon to be skincare, beauty line. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. I do want to give you an opportunity just to share with everyone listening where we can find you, whether it's online with social media, your website, if they're interested in working with you possibly someday, all of that. Um, I will link everything we talk about in the episode notes, but if you'd like to plug anything, go for it. So if you want to see uh, my makeup line, it is prettygirlmakeup.com. If you would like to see my portfolio or contact me about a photo shoot, um, you can call me, uh, or my, my, uh, my website is Christina.com. <laughs> I was going to say you could call my agent as well. Yep. Um, I'm with Zenobia and, um, let's see who else. Oh, Instagram. Pretty girl makeup is P R E T T Y G I R L M K U P and Christina Flack makeup. And we're on Facebook and Twitter. And if you would like to find out more about sepsis, go to yes. sepsis dot org website to find out the signs of sepsis. And then is there anywhere that we can find the foundation that you started as well? Um, At the Northern Light School in Oakland, California, there is the Baby Bo Educational Fund and the Ken Flack Educational Fund. And um, the Northern Light, I think it's northernlightschool.org. And there is a link to donate to the funds. Perfect. Thank you so much. And again, everyone, that will be linked in the episode notes, direct links. So you can click and check out all of the things that Christina is up to. <laughs> thank you, Amanda. I really appreciate you having me today. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to yet another amazing conversation started here on Sunshine and Rainbows podcast. Each week, I'm quite literally blown away by the voices and stories shared here. The goal is to amplify others' experiences in hopes that someone listening out there feels that much less alone. Thank you again to our incredible guests for getting so vulnerable with us about their own personal stories and for helping each of us remember to look at a situation with a new perspective. If you love this episode or any previous one, I hope you'll take a second to share it to a bestie or even tell us on social media. It really does make a difference in helping us get these conversations out there to the world. 
If you'd like to share your own story with our audience about how you've overcome something in your life, or maybe want to start an important conversation that needs to be heard, please send us an email at hello at thatmandagirl.com. Stay colorful, and we'll see you next week, besties.